Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of us bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. What happens in the grotto stays in the grotto. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And the the mayhem continues. All right, we're doing part two because I knew the stories were just going to keep coming. Ava, Fabian, thank you so much oh, for joining thank you us. For this is, we are only in the mid-90s. We, we started the late <laughs> yeah, 80s. we got a couple decades. We're in the mid-90s. And then, you know, you think about the, the different changes that happened at the mansion. You know, when uh, Barbie Benton found the mansion and we're talking the 70s and it goes into like the wild, crazy 80s that happened. And then, then the boss got married. The boss got married. I went to the wedding. There was only four playmates. It was um, Gene Simmons and his wife, Julie McCullough, myself, and I don't know if there was another one. Maybe it was three of us. Wow. And I got to sit next yeah, to uh, Leroy Neiman. Oh. He said he was he was on my left and my date was on my right. And, you know, and my date has all of his artwork. So that was a really great. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Leroy was great. And, and it was Tony Curtis and it was, it was a beautiful wedding. It was really beautiful. She looked stunning. And I remember when Kimberly first came to the mansion um, and Hef had just broken up with Carrie Lee and that was a whole debacle and he didn't want to be alone. So he'd have me and Julie go up and hang out with him. I didn't, I was always afraid of Hef. I never spoke to Hef unless he spoke to me. You've never seen me have small talk with them. Never, ever. Really? I was always. What do you mean you were afraid? I don't know. Because he was wild and I'm a country girl. And I always had one boyfriend and I wasn't doing all that. <laughs> not, you know, partners and stuff. So one time up at the mansion, Carrie Lee and I had not the same shape bodies, but we had the same dark hair and the same kind of haircut. It was that Joan Jet high top and, you know rocker hair and I'm standing looking at the house from the backyard and I get these hands that went around my waist and somebody kissing my neck <laughs> I almost died I turned on and it was half and I startled him and he startled me he, he thought, thought I was Carrie Lee oh that's awesome and he was, he yeah. was so apologetic oh, he, he was, was probably like oh my god I'm so sorry he was he was like he, I startled him because I went like that but Carrie was really great. I loved her. I still love her. Um, she's you still, still keep beautiful. In contact? I keep in contact. I haven't lately because I've been not so much on social media, but she still as beautiful as ever. So at that you know time, what I actually have? This is crazy, right? Because you know we go through stuff and we have to make room, and and we'd have different closets of stuff. I actually have the mold for a Carrie Lee bust. Wow. Yeah. And it was going to be thrown away. I'm like, no, that thing's freaking cool. And you don't want to know why I kept it. You know, when you go to Disneyland at the Haunted Mansion and as you're going first in there and you see what they do is they take the inside of a mold, right? Where you see, and if you look different ways, it looks like like the statues moving. And that's what I was cool. So I used to leave it in the house office and it was cool. And people would like, look at them. I'll look at it from different views. And it would be like Carrie Lee staring at us. (laughs) I still have that. I still have it somewhere. That's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow. 
Yeah, so that was a big change in the house when she moved out and kept kept the cat. She wanted the well, cat. Well, when I got there, he had tons of cats. Yeah. Well, really? Oh, no, like tons of cats. Like oh, the, really? the butler job was at, at the 11 o'clock guy had to go up and feed the cats. Oh, I'm glad I missed that. And there was probably on there like 10 little trays in his of- room? Yes. Oh and you go to the well, back that's door. Kimberly. You were there and with Kimberly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. had her pets. She had two dogs. Well, she had the big dogs, but you had to go to the back, and the boss would meet you at the back door of the master, uh, which was the dressing area. Yeah. And he, you'd knock, and boo, he'd be there, you know, hand him the little tray, and he'd have all for all the little cats. She had a lot of pets. So do you think Carrie Lee started the whole cat thing? No, Kimberly's always had animals. She's okay. a lover of animals. Yeah, she's so an she animal came, activist. Yeah, when, when he saw her, I mean, she's smoking those eyes of that body. And yeah. she was Canadian. And I mean, from head to toe, smoking. And still, still gorgeous. Gorgeous. Still gorgeous. Stunning. Yeah, she's very pretty woman. Beautiful. And so. Kimberly has a grace about her that she always kept. Yep. Yeah. You know, it was really cool. Yep. I got to do a Thanksgiving for her. Oh. Uh, with her and the family. This is a couple of years ago. And oh. uh, it was a cool. We did it over at Kimberly's house. And I just, I mean, she's still this yeah. stunning, graceful yep. woman. Like a supermodel. It was so cool. To this day, I, I, I can only call her ma'am. It always was like, well, you call me Kim. Nope. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. It's still ma'am. You know, it's just one of those things, you, you know, you grow up into. <laughs> yeah. But I remember they went on a date. Uh, the first date they had was with uh, Mark. Dr. Mark Saginaw. Oh, Mark Saginaw. Saginaw. Okay. And he was dating a girl named Ava. And those four went, and I think they were going to Nikki Blair's. And by the Ooh. time they got there, it was closed. It was that or Dome. And so I was already up in, in the in the breakfast room eating. And they all came back, and they had dinner around the table there. And that was in it. the Mediterranean room? The Mediterranean that the round the table. That was I it. I love that room. That was my favorite room. The dogs came. She had those two uh, Dobermans, Dior, and then oh. she had the long-haired dogs. Yeah, Ooh, those, uh, there were some big dogs. Yeah. Archie, Archie was one of the dogs. I think that was on when she moved out. Oh, yeah, Archie was the kids' dog. I think. Oh, but anyway, so I saw that transaction, and she, you know, she was lovely, and I, I'll never forget when she told me she was engaged. No one knew. Oh. They got engaged that night. Hef was playing backgammon in the backyard, and we were sitting outside around the, the fountain. And she said, I'm engaged. And I said, oh, my gosh, because nobody knows yet. Hef's going to tell the guys. I just, you know, da 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 And I was so happy for her. Wow. And then I went to that wedding, and the wedding was beautiful. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, really cool when uh, you, you can Google and see some of these pictures. Oh. And then it's just gorgeous. Because I remember when Kendra was getting married there. Yep. It was it was a lot of those pictures where people were Googling up when, you know, when the boss married Kimberly, you were looking at that and they were taking ideas from that. Oh, yeah. For the setup. Stunning. How to do it mm -hmm. in the uh, sunken lawn yeah. in the front yard. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, they, that's where she got married, in the front yard. Yes. And then the party was in the back. Same yeah. with uh, Kendra. With Kendra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then time moved on and, you know, let's talk about Joe Piastro, how much we oh, love Oh, we have to talk about Joe, but we got to take another break. All right. So we take a quick break. We're going to be right back. And I can't wait to talk about Joe. God, I miss that. We will be right back. You are listening to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. Hey, listeners, Victoria Fuller here, entrepreneur, artist, and of course, forever, Miss January 1996. My bunny sisters and I have joined forces, or should I say, have gone rogue to revamp the heydays while exploring the future. Yes, I'm talking about the metaverse. 
So come join me and our sorority of the sexiest ladies on the planet to join the party. Find us at roguebunnies.com. That's R-O-G-U-E-B-U-N-N-I-E-S. Let's explore the future together. Welcome to the metaverse. Joe Piastro, I can't tell you how much I miss that man. Oh, I know. I Ugh. know. So for those that are listening, you're like, Joe Piastro. Who's Joe Piastro? So Joe Piastro was in security. Uh, originally, when I got there, Bill Bates. You remember Bill yeah, Bates? Yeah, I do. Bill Bates was Bill. in charge of security at the mansion. Uh, we had Hank Eberhardt, who was yeah. in charge of security detail from Playboy. So from the offices at the mansion. And then, then you have Joe Piastro. Well, Bill Bates had retired. And then Joe Piastro take off. But there was a a thing about Joe that Joe understood, like what we all understood, is like we were part of a family. And you knew who you could go to that that it's like, I'm there to protect you. And Joe is very protective. And Joe always had a thing for you. Loved you. Oh, my gosh. Loved him. Loved you. So please talk about Joe. Joe is wonderful. Like I would go sit in his office and chit chat with him for like an hour. So if I'm just killing time, because you can understand we were allowed to go to the mansion 24 seven. Yeah. Not right. when Kimberly was in the house, the rules had changed. The party stopped for a while. Uh, maybe we did Halloween. There was no midsummers. Nope. When I nope. came on the scene in 96, there were no parties yet. No Except parties. for... The well, black tie. We had New Year's Eve, which was oh, black tie, Eve, black tie and really it. nice gowns. Yes, yes. Because yes, that's what I, I witnessed when I first got there. Yeah, everything changed, but I didn't care. I was still, I was always allowed. So, I mean, if you wake up at three in the morning and you don't want to lay in bed, go up to the mansion because I only live a mile and a half. <laughs> I'd walk in and all the staff, the butlers, Everybody, the sous chefs were so cool. I'd sit with them and talk for but see, hours. But see, see, for the listener, right? Understand, you're talking three in the morning. There was full staff there full 24, staff, 24 7. Yeah. You could have 24 lobster, 7. You could have anything the gym, you The pool, the jacuzzi, the sauna, the steam room, the tanning beds. Every, oh, the tanning beds girls used to fight over all the time. But we used to go clubbing and then leave like Helena's back in the 80s and all drive up to the mansion. The rule was not to wake half up, like screaming. And we would sit outside in lounge chairs and drink champagne and whatever we wanted. And there was, <laughs> oh there was Like taking it to the grotto, like enclosed. No, enclosed. we didn't go in the grotto. We stayed outside. It was hot and summery. The, the wooden box with the, the little red box button. with the red button. And we would just hit that box. Oh, and the butlers man. loved so there was a So there was a, a little wooden box with the red button. I mean, old John Collado actually put that together. He was in the video department. And that would buzz the butlers, the butlers. in the butler's pantry. And whenever that thing would go off, you knew that you were being beckoned and called. And they love to come out the butlers because they're they're our peers. They're our age. They're not old men. They're all young and our peers. And some of the girls would be laying up topless, waiting for the sun to come up. Some were naked. Some weren't. And you know, we what a job. Exactly. <laughs> what a job. I mean, really. And. We loved having them there. I mean, yeah, we all became very close. Yeah. Listen, you could be topless at the mansion and the staff would walk up and you just felt like they didn't notice. It didn't feel weird at all. Well, because we were desensitized. (laughs) (laughs) Like the photographers. (laughs) But it's like you get fresh bait every day. No one ever made you feel no one ever made you feel uncomfortable. Or like looking at you or like well, that's one th- one thing I could say about the staff, and, and 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 all the staff was picked, 
you know, specifically yes. to know who you could trust because most people didn't realize how everyone was either related or a best friend of, and you were never going to refer someone that was going to tarnish your reputation. And everybody knew, look, you're here representing the boss Yep. and do not an look ambassador. like a creep. Yeah. You're going to see a hot yeah. girl. She's going to walk by. Do not stare because guess what? There's going to be another beautiful woman walk behind her. Yeah. You're going to see the right. most beautifulest women in the world. Guess what? That's the world you live in. And you just get used to that. And actually, and the staff got that because it goes, you do want to be creeped out having someone staring at you. Yeah. And the staff all knew that. And they were trained to know that, like, you're here to make these girls feel comfortable. And I'm glad to hear it from you to oh say, my that, you God, know, yeah. we that's love what these guys the did, you know? I remember we had a big party and Rod Stewart was with one of his wives. I'm not going to say who it was, but he wasn't there. And she came up and she had shot for Playboy. She did a, um, a pictorial and she treated one of the staff members horrific and bossed him and said, this is not what I wanted. And oh. I went up and I tapped her on the back and I said, hi, my name is Eva Fabian and I work here. I said, we don't talk to our staff like that. And I would prefer you don't either. Wow. And that was it. I, it's all I had to say. And she just looked at me and I was like, that's the way we work. Yeah. And I walked away and that's I could cool. have gotten in big trouble for doing that. But she what, is she going to go tell somebody I told her off or how to act? But she was so rude. And I was standing there. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's what was one thing that also the boss, um, he took his staff very seriously yep. that he knew he would say to the staff, because you do know that you are a representative of me. I am trusting you guys, you know, and we all took that very seriously. So if we ever saw something at a party, say like a yeah. situation like this, I'd call security in two seconds. I'm all, they're gone. Yep. There were so many times at parties. I remember two midsummers. I would be having a conversation with someone and two of the times it was a celebrity that people would know and security would come up and they were like, do you want me to have them removed? And yeah. I'm like, no, it's fine. But just like take them off the list for like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Let yeah. them have their night. It's fine. But it was like, everyone wanted to make sure everybody was okay. always. Yeah. They you know, love taking- as far as Hef was concerned, it's like he was upstairs working. So the staff was his representation. You Correct. Walk in that front door. Yep. And it's the staff that was greeting the guests and the people and the playmates. So there, there was a level of trust he had to have for everyone who worked there because you were representing him when you Absolutely. walked in the front and Just like we represent so. Playboy as ambassadors. Right. right. Yeah. So, but I got to tell you, in my time, we were wild. Yeah. <laughs> we were fucking wild. Different we time. had this event in Las Vegas called the Wet and Wild Party. Oh, I caught the last two Oh, years. my God. Let me tell you something. So when I first did the party, I had girls from the early 80s. So I was in that kind of a group and 86, 87, 88. So it ranged, you know, in the eight year of Playmates. And they would bring about 40 to 60 of us. Yeah. Well, we had to show up at the park in our swimsuit. It's a, it's a water the, park. It's a it was a water, water park. park in Vegas. Oh, and huge. they rent the whole park for all their clients. And so it's mm-hmm. thousands. Maybe half the girls showed up. Five of them ran off and got married. Somebody met the cowboy <laughs> at the table. These are all the earlier days. Some was getting high, eating quaaludes. It was such a... <laughs> What a time to be alive. We were doing quaaludes too. And we were wild. And one particular playmate and I, we had to say, 
It was for, I'm going to just say entertainment tonight. We're at wet and wild and we wouldn't get it right deliberately because we were so high and we were laughing. They're like, no, do it again. Take two. I think it took <laughs> us like 16 until we finally realized we got to do it right. But we would, we'd be like, wet. And wild, and they go, no, that's not gonna work. And they, we go, we laugh, and we go, okay, wet and wild, and we would do it even bigger and bigger. And we just had so much fun, and half the girls ran off with the guys. I mean, it was wild. Yeah, it was fun. fun. I got to do one of. I got to do two of those. We had the bikinis, and we had bikinis. We had a a surfboard that ran in the water. It was me, Carrie. Barbara Moore. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you the picture. I have the. I have a oh, bunch of us. Man, yeah. I see this. And I'm in the bunny Karen outfit. McDougall. One. Yeah, yep. she's in Karen the bunny outfit. Karen McDougal. Karen yes. McDougal. Lisa Durgan. They I mean, were in the wow. silver. I have a bunch of pictures. Oh, a lot of those of girls this. were part of the party posse. They came up in the uh, late '90s. Yep. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna be right back. Let's talk about the late '90s and when the boss decided to come back out and play. You are listening to Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. Ever wish you could talk to Playmate and Rogue Bunny, Ava Fabian, one-on-one? We're introducing an exciting new collaboration with VelvetRope.com to make your dreams a reality. You can chat about current events, her many adventures with Playboy, or whatever your heart desires. Just keep it classy. Want more details? Visit AvaFabian.VelvetRope.com. She can't wait to talk to you. And the mayhem continues. Welcome to the Metaverse! So Ava, we're, we're, we're I'm, I'm, one, I can't get this out of my head. The wet and wild party. Oh, I'm pissed off that I didn't get to wild. see that. It wasn't you know, wet and wild. The best we had was, uh, was probably the 4th of July when we had the slip and slide on the side of the house. Yeah. That you know, was that fine. was a blast. That was fun. But you got to experience, like I said, the eight, late eighties, you had the nineties and then you, then everything got tamed out at the mansion. Kimberly, you know, was now married to the boss. She had Marston and Cooper. Yep. Kids around. All of a sudden, Playmates at Play sign is gone for when you first drive up to the mansion. Yep. It's kids at play. Yes, you know what I mean? Oh, that smart thing? Yes, that like yes. Just, oh. When I first got there, you would walk up the, the through the driveway right. and it said kids at play. Yeah. So that's when they put the Playmates over the top, like after that all There changed. was a whole other sign. They okay. got to win the boss. That's you the know, first, when you're like a new playmate and you drove up that driveway, that's the first thing I saw. Yes. It was like the coolest experience. Well, that sign came back. The boss had, you know, unfortunately they had separated, you know, and then they went through the divorce. But the boss decided to start bringing back all the parties yeah. and bam. The first one are. was the Midsummers because <laughs> I remember it was Jim Carrey and oh, yeah. Brad Pitt and Everybody was uh, what's his name? His marriage in general. I took Quentin. Oh, I took Quentin on one arm, and I took Rick James and Quentin Tarantino. So it was Rick James. Rick James. What do you mean he loved the cookies? Well, Rick James was getting really sick, and he would go to the hospital. And so when he came to the Midsummers, he ate the cookies, and he just loved oh, them. Oh, okay, yes, yes, the so fresh mansion cookies. Yes, okay, so now he goes into the hospital, and I had asked half, and have said, yes, you can bring him a care package. And you guys made me up cookies and everything that he liked, and I took him into the hospital, and he almost died. Then he didn't die, and then he came back out. And then the next year, before the midsummers, he asked me if I could take him again. And I said, yes. And then he died. So he didn't make it. But Quentin, I have great pictures of Quentin. He's never been there before. And then fast forward, you know, just up to eight years ago, he filmed a movie up there. Once upon a time in Hollywood. And he Um, told everyone I was the first one that brought him up there. And and he had uh, the premiere party of the DVD release for Kill Bill. 
who's at one and two. And that's when everybody used to be able to drive up and the whole sunset would be jammed. You oh, yeah. Get down sunset. Yeah. And you could take cameras. And you yeah. could take cameras. Um, but and then that ended because he had to well, bus us in because it was fire. Yeah, like the well, city. It was the, the, the noise. The party, noise, right? No, the I'm talking about the cars coming in. Oh, we had so many cars. Well, yeah. We had both the noise ordinance as well as blocking traffic. And, yeah. yeah. It would take and we had talked about hours, that on another episode. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. In. Yeah. Your club was no longer around, no. but now you had Garden of Eden. You yeah. had all these other clubs. You had he had what we called uh, the party posse. Where we've talked with Allison the and Joel, uh, Lisa Durgan. Yeah, you know they they all came up, um, and then of course you had the the Brandy, the Mandy, the Sandys, Jessica, all coming up, and Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, those were fun days. And then they, um, yeah, we would go out with half. I would go out with him and the girls, and people were just shocked to see him. But what happened was after him having that first party, the cameras, you know, were taking pictures of the celebrities, and I brought up Mr. Big to one of them, and they would post it in the magazine in the front. Right. They weren't supposed to be there, some of these people. Oh, so yeah. they were lying. So they stopped coming up oh, and have had to put a big sign saying, you are being recorded. Oh, yeah. And there's those. a camera. Yep. So, you know, right. that's going to happen. So, yeah. you know, they were warned. But everybody, that first party was Jim Carrey. I remember I hooked up with him on a what? few dates, dates, just dinner dates and stuff like that. But <laughs> the fun part was, you know, the next day, Sunday, we would sit and talk about everything at the parties and everybody was still all jacked Fun in the sun. Yeah. yeah, fun in yeah. the sun, hanging uh-huh. out at the mansion, talking about the party the night before. Great and that's when the parties would go to like four or five in the yeah. morning. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, we didn't, we didn't start stopping them till two o'clock until like probably 2010 maybe around there stuff when we started putting he time never liked limits. to tell yeah. anybody he would go home. no uh, no all of us staff we'd sit there and wait you're going we can't leave until he goes in and it'd be four o'clock five o'clock six o'clock yeah. and he'd be out there hanging out with everybody oh, and yeah. just like you didn't do so you did not strike fun. a thing until he went in and everyone hung out all night mm. so much fun so much fun and then we did our 50th anniversary party and traveled the world. So they broke us up in two groups. Oh, yeah. And I think it was uh, Johnny Walker who sponsored yep. us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was terrible because we'd have to go to these bars and promote Johnny Walker and they didn't serve any alcohol except that. And if you wanted to drink, you had to drink Johnny Walker. So <laughs> we got smart and started like bringing five years vodka. behind because I would have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> what, you like Johnny Walker? Yes. Oh. Like, this was the blue, too. Oh, we the used to have blue. tasting parties at the mansion. Johnny Walker. They would have that all the right now. Yeah, they'd have the blue. Oh, they'd have so all of them. Everyone there yeah. and everyone would be going through with the tasting parties. All these people yeah. would come up for Johnny Walker. Yeah. I remember those. Some of those parties at the mansion... Things that I saw, farm animals wouldn't even do. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the playmates, it's the guests. They would be in the grotto doing stuff that I want. You have to, like, you have to, like, it was the guests. No, it was not those radio Christmas parties. They were insane. The radio Christmas parties. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the uh, Tom Likas bunny balls? Well, here, here's the funny yeah. thing. We got Brett here. You've been there, right? Oh, you, yeah. you remember those? Love the Tom Likas <laughs> show. Uh, that was my favorite show. So that was so much fun. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, Ava, I mean, unfortunately, we are running out of time. Okay. I can't thank you enough. I mean, this was fun. We, we have, have to, to do this again. So we we're going to stop right now at 2004. 
Okay, that's it. And then when I come back, we'll continue from 2004. Yeah, we didn't, we to, didn't even touch on like Ava and I working together in yes. 2009. Well, oh, it looks like goodness. we're going to have to yes. get that in the next show. Right. Yes. Ava, thank, thank you so you. much. Been a thank great you for being time. such a doll. Thank you. We love you. And you know what? You know what we should do is when we do this next show, we should all like, we're going to wait till you come out here, Jen. That'd be great. We got to get you out here. And then uh, we all get together in a room. And oh my gosh, we'll, we'll make sure you have some Johnny Walker. Yeah, I'm easy. I'm Brian Alaire. I'm Victoria Fuller. I'm Ava Fabian. Jennifer Pershing. And you are listening to Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. And the the mayhem continues. Hey, Mayhem Familia. Don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's rb. M-A-Y-H-E-M show.com. And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the Mayhem continues.